The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. Today is January 6th, in case you didn't know. Um, it is Nullignamon, Women's Christmas or Little Christmas, which I grew up with in Cork and was always a big thing, but apparently some people in Dublin don't really know about it or celebrate it. But I think it's become a little bit uh, more popular recently. It's traditionally a day where we rewarded women for their hard work over the Christmas season. And that idea kind of now seems a bit somewhat antiquated. It's still important to recognise the role that women play in Irish society, I guess, and to reflect on just how far we've come, not to mention how far we have to go when it comes to creating true equality. Joining me now to discuss this is journalist Mary Kenny, who was among those on the contraception train in 1971, and Mary Coughlin Singer, who is taking part in this year's Nolig Naman Festival. Welcome to the show, guys. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We have, do we have Hi, both good Mary, morning. Mary Coughlin and Mary Kenny there. You're both there, yeah? I'm, I'm here, Mary Coughlin speaking. Brilliant, okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll come to you first, uh, Mary Coughlin. Tell us about the Nolig Naman Festival and, and what's planned for today. Um, okay, well, um, as you were saying there, we didn't have Nolig Naman really in, in the west of Ireland and Galway. And I only, when I came to Dublin, um, to live in Dublin and particularly Bray about 32 years ago, um, Nulo Tool, Bridget and, and Bridget, God, I can't remember Bridget's name, <laughs> Bridget and Liz McManus set up this thing every every 6th of January. They would hire a place and we'd all sit down to eat. And there'd be music and crack and poetry and everything. It was just literally out the door at six o'clock into a restaurant and there'd be up to 80 women there uh, from every walk of life and we'd all have great cracks. But this year and over the past couple of years, as you said, it's becoming, you know, it sounds like a bit, you know. I mean, my, my I look at my daughters and they all work outside the home. They all have children. They seem to do everything, you know. And it's, it's probably... A little silly to just, you know, say that there's a day off once a year that they should have. Yeah. And which probably most women don't get to experience anyway. It's nice to celebrate it. This year, the the, the um, Nottingham Festival are honouring 10 women um, in the north inner city, uh, 20 north inner city women, who have been um, courageous and um, who have been members really, really... Um, I'm trying to think words. I just did a gig last night and I'm just on the road back to Dublin. Um, They've just uh, been enormous in their community in various ways in uh, helping uh, older people in looking after children in delivering meals, you know, meals on wheels, uh, stuff like that. So they're going to honour those um, women. I'm going to do a gig. Marie Doyle Kennedy is doing a gig. And And where's the gig? In the North Centre. It's in St. Columbus Church in oh, the North Strand, but it's been sold out for months. Like, it's, you can't get in. So, sorry. But there are other events happening locally in the area. I know Honor Heffernan is going to do a gig um, as well later on that night, and there's something else happening as well. So, there's a whole evening of events happened uh, happening in that area of Dublin. Brilliant. And Mary Kenny, I'll come to you. Um, you were... Uh, f- Involved closely involved in the founding of the Irish Women's Liberation Movement and the 1971 contraception train. 
Do you think that... Yes, I, was, I, 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 was, I was a founding member of the Irish Women's Liberation Movement. Amazing. And it was, it, it's more accurate to call it a condom train than a contraceptive train because not all contraception was forbidden in the Republic of Ireland. So it's important younger people understand that. Um, uh, so, I mean, it was a stunt that, that we carried out, of course, which was rather scandalous at the time. But anyway, <laughs> I think you are absolutely right in saying that... Um, uh, it, it, Nulling the Man was not as well known in, in Dublin as it was in, in other parts of Why Ireland. Why was because, that? You know, I, I, I think, well, I don't know, it's, perhaps in Dublin there was always something of the pale still, you know. Uh, and I think we were probably not quite as embedded with older Irish traditions, maybe. But it was known, uh, the 6th of January was usually known as Little Christmas in Dublin, where it was uh, regarded as, as as the sort of the last day, the Epiphany, or the Day of the Three Kings, which, of course, is how it's celebrated throughout continental Europe. But I think it's lovely to see that there has been a revival. And I think there has been a revival, because I, I've been looking up the, the, the Encyclopedia of Ireland, which was published really under the government's aegis in uh, 2003, and it doesn't mention Nalignaman at all. So I think it had faded away a bit, and now there's a great revival. I, I think that's great. Do you think that it's kind of the dregs of Christmas, though? I think the 6th of January, like, it's a very depressing time. Why can't we have Nalignaman on, like, you know, Christmas Eve? Why can't women have, you know, they're like, I'm exhausted. Like, by the time you get to the 6th of January, you're exhausted, No. It would be difficult to have it on Christmas Eve considering there's so much to do I understand. at Christmas. I mean, you know, it's incredibly stressful time. I think Christmas often is. There's so much to do and women really, st- I mean, we're, we're going to be talking about changing the, the constitutional clause about the woman in the home. But the reality is that women still do most of the work in the home and, and quite often quite voluntarily as well. I mean, I'm a terribly bad housewife, um, but I'm invited, very kindly invited into a lot of homes. And I'm astonished by the high standard of home housework that most women still hold themselves to. They really do. Everything seems to be gleaming and perfect and uh, you know, those of us who are absolute slobs are amazed by how how much women still do in the home. Um, I don't know that uh, can that be changed by a clause in the constitution. I don't know, but I guess we'll have a lot of debate about it. Yes, I know that this is so. This debate is coming up on International Women's Day. This we have a referendum on March the eighth about women's place being in the home. Um, Mary Coughlin, do you think that? this uh, referendum is going to change anything really apart from just the language in the constitution or that it will have a shift in mindset about women's place, I guess, in the country? I think when you consider, and um, hats off to Mary, and and I I came in at the tail end of that whole, I mean, I joined the women's, I was 19 in 1979, (laughs) but I I remember everything clearly. Um, the, the first referendum on divorce, the first referendum on contraception, on abortion. I was there marching with me little placards at the mall. The way in which women have changed Irish society and society in the world has been, I mean, you can't even begin to count the ways that it's changed. The, 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 the enormous 
enormous, uh, you know, uh, benefits. People like Mary, Mary, Mary was there on the train. Mary Robinson, Nell McCafferty. I mean, we owe an awful lot to them, and the younger women of today probably don't even realise what a lot of us went through in in the early seventies and and the sixties. You know, but society has changed. I do think, and I do have, I have a, a five five children. I do see my daughters doing unbelievable amounts of work, teaching, working in the bioengineering industry, having children, doing school runs. I mean, they do everything. Not to say that their husbands don't chip in, but the burden of a lot of stuff, as far as I'm aware, and I have a lot of women friends and we're all grannies now and we see our daughters doing like unbelievable amounts of work, you know, and it is not recognised. And if you want to, none of them can afford, I suppose that's what I'm saying, none of them can afford to stay at home. Mm -hmm. You can't afford to have a home in Ireland, your own home in Ireland, look after children and not have a job if you want to have a mortgage. That's just the way we talked about it at dinner last night. I was here with Francis Black and a few other women were in Sligo to the gig. You just, it's, and it's so, so difficult to... to yeah, I'm not if, sure if that a referendum is going to change. Right. If you want to stay at home and look after your children, it should be your right. But it's, it's just not possible as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I'm not sure that it is either. Mary Kenny, I'm going to come back to you. Um, We noted there on the 1st of January, the free access to contraception for women went up to the age of 31 or, you know, the day before your 32nd birthday, um, which, you know, is an amazing, it's it's an amazing um, incentive or initiative, sorry, is the word I'm looking for. Do you think that we've come far enough as a society in terms of reducing the stigma, allowing women to have access to contraception and to be a little bit more free and less shamed in their in in their sexual lives as well. Well, I think contraception is very important for women's health and for mothers' health. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously that was very much part of our, um, uh, you know, part of our campaign back in the 70s. But of course, it's ironic the way history turns out because the great concern coming down now, the, the path towards us is the tremendous concern all over Europe and the Western world about falling fertility. Uh, most societies are just not having enough children. Um, and this is, you know, going to be a terrific problem about paying pensions, about, you know, keeping up the economy going. It's well below in Ireland and the UK and all over Europe, um, uh, with possible exception of Hungary, uh, is, um, you know, it's fallen between below the 2.1 children that women or couples need to have in order to maintain stability in the population. And of course, that is linked to some extent with the whole controversial issue of immigration, because all these European societies now really need immigrants because we don't have enough people to do the jobs, as it were. So it's incredibly complicated. I think contraception is important, as I say, for women's health and well-being. But um, the focus has shifted a little bit towards 
the, the fall in fertility and also to some extent the problems of fertility. I mean, IVF and surrogacy are much bigger uh, subjects of discussion now than, than contraception in a way. Contraception has become completely uncontroversial. I'm not talking about abortion, which I would see as a separate issue, but actual proper uh, provision for, for birth control. Um, so it's just interesting, you know, when you get old, you begin to realise how things don't turn out exactly the way that you think they're going to turn out, but there's always a sort of paradox in the in, in the whole thread of, 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 of historical development. Yeah, it's something that my friends talk about a lot. Like, I'm 36 now, I'm having another baby in 13 days all things being well well done Um, done. but the my friends talking about how we have this window of fertility and that window is filled now with other opportunity where we don't want to necessarily be um you know tied to being a mother and yet then it comes to a point where that is something that we want and it's potentially not available to us because we have left it uh because we have left it so long um so it's definitely something to to consider um we have a text here that I think you would like to hear. I went to one of the first women's rights marches in Dublin with my guitar and my dog. Mary Kenny and Nell McCafferty came to speak to me. I was a piney little girl, about 11. They gave me a booklet called Chains or Change and its message changed my life. Both Mary and Nell were very kind to me and made me feel so important. That is from Pauline. Um, Mary Kenny, journalist um, and Mary Coughlin, singer. Thank you so much for joining me and happy Nolignamon to you both. And happy, and happy, and happy new baby and new mother. The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.